Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. This is the original Urban Podcast, and it's interesting, man. I, I haven't heard that music in a while, man. You know, it, it sounds good, right? I know y'all been, a lot of y'all make fun of me about that song, man, but I love it, man. Shout out to the people who, who love it. Shout out to Grammy uh, winner Calvin Richardson for doing the uh, the vocals on the, for the theme song for the Daydon Tolbert show many, many, many years ago. But um, I'm back, though. I'm sad I'm back, but, I mean, have I ever really gone anywhere? Um, you know, many of you have been listening to me uh, talk on the, uh, you know, on the, the Facebook Live, you know, which I'm actually broadcasting on right here as well today. And, you know, if you guys are, I feel like I'm talking to two different people. If you guys are used to listening to me, you know, around the world in different places on the podcast, uh, you probably haven't been, maybe aren't familiar with the Facebook Lives, but, if you wanted to get caught up, you can add yourself to the Friends of the Daydon Tolbert Show group, uh, where all of the latest Facebook Live broadcasts are archived. Uh, everyone else listening, uh, all the episodes of the Daydon Tolbert Show podcast are available at DaydonTolbertShow.com. And um, like I said, though, I'm back. Uh, tonight's show, today's show is sponsored by TRC Life Coaching. Uh, you guys can email AskDaydon at Gmail to schedule a free consultation. Uh, all sponsorship information is available at DaydonTolbertShow at gmail.com. I wanted to, uh, you know, it's funny. I wasn't even planning on returning um, today um, in this format, but I got a chance to listen to Kanye West's new album, uh, Jesus is King. And, um, you know, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I haven't listened to, uh, I haven't really paid attention to the Sunday services. I'll probably at this point go back and listen to, you know, when he went to Jamal Bryant and watch some of those, those videos. But I really hadn't checked it out like that. So this whole time I was pretty much basing my opinion off of what other people were saying. I shouldn't say it because I didn't really have an opinion. I just was like I was hearing things. Like people said, oh, some people said it's really great. Some people said, oh, it, you know, it's making a mockery. And you know me, I like to discuss things from a firsthand perspective. So I figured I would just dive right in and listen to the Jesus is King album and just see what it was. You know, like Kanye has never been one of my favorite people. Um, he has always, to me, made good beats, good, you know, some good music. Um, he's always been very outspoken. I've seen some interviews where he's made some, some good points. 
politically, I've seen some good points he's made about the music industry. Um, he speaks some truth, but he, uh, you know, there's also that whole aspect of, you know, being a, a, a buffoon and, and, you know, just doing stupid stuff and, you know, make a mock, making a mockery. You know, he's called himself Jesus. You know, he, uh, you know, goes on and on about Trump. Some things about Trump I agree with. Other things he's just totally off base with and, and out of touch with as far as how it relates to our community. So me personally, I just wanted to hear for myself you know, what it was. I've been hearing him say, and I've been hearing other people say, well, you know, he's, he's tried to turn over a new leaf and he wants to change and he wants to um, be, you know, live for God. He's now no longer doing secular music. You know, I said, well, you know, this summer, then he literally just produced Nas's album, Pusha T's album, Tiana Taylor's album. It's like, okay, that was literally a few, a few months ago, you know, in the summer. So what is, What's different? Like, how is this going to be a new Kanye? So I wanted to listen for myself. And um, and so that's what I did this morning. And so a little bit later in the show, I'm going to give you guys a full, um, I should say a full analyzation, but, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Kanye. I want to give you my thoughts on the album, Jesus is King. I want to talk about, you know, what I thought about it. I posted online earlier. But um, I want to kind of stay in line with the format that I've adopted over the last uh, last several years, I want to get. I don't want to just talk about one topic. Y'all know me; I like to talk, and I don't want to just talk about one particular topic. But I want to give you a lot of different things. I want to talk about a little politics. I want to talk about social action, social justice. I want to talk about race relations. I want to talk about, um, you know, I want to do give you an ask state on advice column. I try to do that. You know, every time I come back, um, you know, with a new uh, a new broadcast. So, and it's interesting. I think back, you know, a lot of you guys started me back in '04, '05 when I really first started with with broadcast. And um, you know, many of you remember I used to have different celebrities on. I'm not going to run down the list. I mean, it's really an extensive list of you know celebrities, actors, authors, politicians, reality show stars, and you know that was all well and good. And that's how a lot of you became introduced to me over the years. But, you know, and that's really how a lot of this podcasting, you know, became popular, really, you know, with with that format that I laid out, just talking about different things and having different guests come on, you know, and being featured through the Internet as opposed to traditional radio. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of being one of the originators, one of the innovators for this, this new format that has become so common. But, I, you know, it's interesting, of all the – the format, you know, one, at one point I was on Thursday nights, and, you know, I did Friday nights, and I did at one point every night. And so but I'm, I'm really – this new this new launch, this new uh, season that we're in here, I really want to, you know, just be – I want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. You know, I feel like we live in a society where, um, you know, people's voices are being silenced. You know, it's like we're being brainwashed. People want you to think how they want you to think. They don't want you. There's no room nowadays for individualism. Every, you know, it's always this group think, you know, whether it's politics, whether it's race, like everyone wants, people want you to think a certain way. Even friends, they want you to think how they want you to feel. Remember back in the day, you used to be able to debate with people and, you know, express differing opinions. But now it's just like, you know, oh, don't say this. I was actually talking about. They said, man, you know, you better be careful. I said, yeah, I'm coming back out with the show. 
He said, yeah, man, be careful out here. I said, be careful? What you mean? I'm just talking to people. It's just a, just a talk show. Like, what do you mean? Be careful. You know, I don't be, I'm not careful. I say what I want to say. And he's like, oh, man, all right, man, I'm going to have to check you out, man. You're going to be in trouble. I said, be in trouble with who? Like, what do you, like, that's how people think. You can get in trouble for saying certain things. Like, what do you mean get in trouble? I'm a grown man. You guys are grown. You can't get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I wanted to do, man. So so today I want to talk about, like I said, Kanye West. I want to talk a little bit about Donald Trump. You know, we're about to have Halloween. I want to talk a little bit about Halloween. I want to talk about politics. Like, we got these debates popping up every once in a while. I want to talk, like, I haven't really, I haven't really got a chance to talk to you guys about you know my thoughts on 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 what we've been seeing from these debates, and not, like I said, not too not too long, but I just really want to you know touch on a couple of things because it's really getting out of hand. You know, Michael Jordan has a new uh, new venture; he's starting to open up a clinic. I want to talk about that and the, and the public's reaction, or some people that I came in contact with and their reaction to that. And as I mentioned, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, give you an ask state on advice question. I've gotten a lot of questions. That I haven't got a chance to uh, discuss publicly, so I want to I want to do that today for a little bit. So I'm gonna jump into it, man. Like I said, you guys listen to the Data October Show, the original Urban Podcast, and this is what I love to do. It feels good to be back. It feels really good to be back, um, you know, and just talk and just keep it real with you guys. So I'll start off with this, man. <laughs> I I, start, I posted this on Facebook, man. You know, I said a two hundred dollar costume. You know what I mean? We're talking about Halloween here. And Halloween, like I said, I don't knock people's views. All right? I don't knock people's spiritual beliefs. I don't knock what people want to celebrate. You want to celebrate Thanksgiving. You want to celebrate Columbus Day. You want to do different things. You want to get dressed up. For, I don't judge people. That's fine. But one of the things that I always find interesting is that every year, you know, you get people to go to church, and they say, well, you know, I don't have anything to wear or you know, I feel weird about this. I feel weird about that. The pastor's always asking for money and this and that. And it's like, yo, people are out here getting elaborate. I mean, I've seen full Game of Thrones costumes. I've seen all types of costumes, $200, probably more than that, you know, $500 costumes to go to a Halloween party. And I'm not, like I said, you spend your money how you want to mm-hmm. spend it. But people are... You know, they're turning their backs on God. They're turning their backs on church, you know, to be embraced, to embrace the world. I said online, $200 for a Halloween costume, but you never had anything to wear to church. I said, just stop. That's the hashtag. You know, just stop because, you know, to me, you know, we we have, I mean, first of all, you got to look at what it is. We have to look at what Halloween is. I mean, it, it's fun, okay, whatever, you dress up, you trick-or-treat, it's good for the kids, whatever. But at the end of the day, Halloween is a celebration of the dead. It originates. And I'm not going to go do a whole long, elaborate uh, history lesson on the origins of Halloween, but that, it's a celebration of witches, demons, goblins, monsters, um, darkness. And, I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's a celebration of the dead, celebration of, of you know, demons. That's why people say, like, yo, you celebrate Halloween, it's like, what do you mean celebrate? What exactly are you celebrating? Then you turn on your TV and you just see an abundance of things glorifying the dead, the walking dead, you know, Game of Thrones. We all know what that was about. Like so many different, you know, zombies and vampires and 
that it's like a focus on the dead, focus on the ungodly, and that's not by by uh, by chance. You know, the the industry they want us to be focused on demons and and anything that is going to take you away from glorifying God, praising God, and and we got We have to one, we have to acknowledge that, and we certainly shouldn't be. You know, like I said, if you do it, you do it, but don't not go to church so you can, you know, celebrate Halloween or I was out late trick-or-treating so I wasn't able to get up for church or, or whatever the case is, you know. So that's, that's just my thoughts on the whole Halloween. And shout-out to my brother, Osho High. Many of you guys may remember one of my all-time favorite shows um, that I'm very proud of. We did a Between Brothers series a few years ago that's archived. You can check it out. Just Google Between Brothers on the Daydon Tolbert Show, where we did a full in-depth analyzation of Halloween, of what the Bible says about it, what the Bible says about, you know, things like astrology and diff- all types of different things. So I'll let you guys listen to that archive show if you really want to go deep into my thoughts and his thoughts on, on Halloween and that whole, you know, that whole thing. In fact, in fact, uh, the Bible says specifically, take no part in darkness, but instead expose it. And that's one of my favorite scriptures, and, and, and because of that, that's the approach that I take with a lot of this stuff. People say, well, you know, why are you judging? You know, why, why are you, you know, you're saying this, you're saying that. Well, if you really look at what the Word says about how we are supposed to be, it's, a, it's not to just gossip. No, it's not about gossiping, but it's about discussing certain things from a biblical standpoint and not loving it, not glorifying it not taking part in it, but instead expose it, meaning let the people know, let the masses know, hey, look, this is what I'm seeing, and this is what the Bible says about it. And that's what a lot of people don't want to hear about. They don't want to, they want to hear your thoughts so they can debate your thoughts. But when you take your thoughts and you equate them with what the Bible says about those thoughts, then that's when you get crickets. That's when people get uncomfortable because they don't want to really know what God says or how God feels. They want to just pick your view. It's easy to pick apart the views of a man. That's what Facebook is for. You know, that's what that's what they love to do. They can attack you, but very few people want to attack God publicly. They don't want to say, well, yes, I know the Bible says this, but the Bible is wrong. The Bible, like, you know what I mean? Very few people have the have the <laughs> the balls to do that. So so that that's my views on that. Um and and it's interesting. I'll say this too. You know, we, we hear so much about the separation of church and state, right? You know, nobody wants to, we should not bring the church into government. We should not bring the church into public schools or public settings. But the reality is we do that anyway. You know, I, I mean, there are schools out there, public schools, that have full, you know, uh, Harry Potter celebrations, full Halloween celebrations. You know, you can sell. I mean, literally, you can celebrate Halloween in schools. You can celebrate. You can bring your child dressed to school as a goblin, a monster, a witch, a demon. You know, you can do that. Those things. They will. These are school public schools, school sponsored events. But when it comes to, but let you want to have a a, a a Christmas celebration or a, some type of glorification specifically of Jesus Christ or. Easter Sunday type of thing in school, then people want to look at you like you're crazy. No, that's no praying in school. We can't pray in school, 
but you can invoke the the spirits of demons and monsters and goblins. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's crazy. That's what that's the the society that we live in. And so when I think about voting, when I think about you know candidates that I may or may not want to support, I'm not caught up in the whole Democrat versus Republican. I'm caught up in what what are your views? See, that's what we got to do. We have to as individuals. Uh, identify, hey, what am I passionate about? No, not what my friends are passionate about, not what Facebook says I should be passionate about, but really think about, hey, what what are my beliefs? How do I feel about certain things? And I feel like once you, you know, you ex- you you accept, hey, and express, this is what I'm passionate about, then you can identify particular candidates, whether that's Democrat, whether that's Republican, whether that's in- Independent, People who actually see things the way you see them. If you're passionate about abortion, hey, you probably don't shouldn't be supporting a candidate that's not passionate that, that that supports abortion. Or if you're passionate about whatever, gun control, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like there are particular candidates that are more passionate about certain issues. If those issues coincide with with, with your beliefs and your passion, then that's who you should be supporting and take a stand on that, regardless how other people feel. It's your views. Don't let someone else define what you're passionate about. I see it every day. It's it's crazy. You know, I don't care. I don't whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's Kamala Harris, whether it's uh, Bernie Bernie Sanders. I mean, pick a candidate if if you're into this whole political process, which I'm not. But if you are, if that's your thing, pick a candidate that falls in line with what you're passionate about. You know, so that's that's my thoughts on that, man. Immigration. I mean, that's why Trump is in office, really, because he. there are people out here, whether they're racist, some are not racist. There are a lot of – I want to get rid of this, this myth. Everyone who supports Donald Trump I, – I just spoke to a black woman today, a friend of mine, who supports Donald Trump. You know, she's not a coon. She's not – you know what I'm saying? Like, I know this person. This, she, and I said, hey, well, why do you support Donald Trump? She said, well, he, because he, he's talking about and his platform was, was – you know – covered a lot of issues that she's passionate about. Obama got elected because he his platform embraced a lot of issues that people are passionate about. There's nothing wrong with you may not like you may you may support a particular candidate but not support everything that they represent. You know what I'm saying? No candidate is going to, you know, do right all the time. You're not going to like anything about any candidate and if you do, you do, you shouldn't even be discussing politics. And that's what we've got to get back to, you know, picking, hey, what am I passionate about? Let me find someone who supports what I'm passionate about. Real quick, guys, you guys just tune in, man. I see a lot of people on Facebook. Shout out to you guys, Facebook Live. I figured I would do the best of both worlds, man, the podcast world all over. You guys can catch me on one platform. People who follow me on Facebook, you guys can catch me on another platform, and we can just merge the two, and everybody can just, you know what I'm saying, enjoy this good this good information, this good conversation. But yeah, so that's 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 Trump. I want, like I said, I'm, I really want to talk about Kanye West a little bit, in a little bit. But there's so much other stuff going on out here, man. So much, so much stuff. In fact, I'll say this. I said online a couple of years ago, it showed up in my memories. I said it's very foolish to think that all Democrats are good and all Republicans are racist. You know, and that's really what we got to get away from, man. There's plenty of racist Democrats. There's plenty of good Republicans. 
You know, I got family members that are Republicans. I got, I know the, some of the worst people in the world. Oh, yeah, I'm a Democrat. I vote Democrat. It's like, yo, get away from that, man. What else is going on out here? Some entertainment news. Like I told y'all, man, uh, Michael Jordan, shout out to him. He, uh, he, he recently opened a, a health clinic. Um, and it's specifically targeting people who are un, uninsured, underinsured, you know, and um, congratulations to him. I like that. One of the interesting things, though, I got in a few, many, few debates um, about Michael Jordan, and um, a lot of people, and I, this has just been a common thing that I've heard over the years, is that Michael Jordan doesn't do things for the community. Uh, Michael Jordan, you know, he made a lot of money, he sells sneakers, but he doesn't give back. And I've always, it's, it's weird, man. Like, and if that's the case, that's the case. But I know that's not the case. But for certain people, if that's the case, then cool. That's just, I've never been one to, you know, tell people how to spend their money. But, you know, and you do what you do. You know, Bill Cosby made a lot of money, and he gave a lot of money back. Michael Jordan has made a lot of money, and he actually has given a lot of money back. This is just one of many things. In fact, I saw him on a few different media outlets, a couple of talk shows, and he was talking about it. But what's interesting is that Michael Jordan, if you know anything about him, is a very private person. He doesn't do a lot of media. He doesn't do a lot of press. And he, and he surely doesn't, I and mean, that's about anything, but he surely doesn't do a lot of press about his philanthropic endeavors. And I think this is a little bit differently because, you know, he he is now speaking about he got a little emotional talking about opening up this uh, this clinic, and and we just have to stop jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, I mean, it's getting crazy. I mean, it's like if one person says something, it's automatically truth. Michael Jordan doesn't give back. Well, who says? Have you Googled what he's actually done? Michael Jordan has actually given millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars over the years to many, 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 many different charities. I know this. I've researched this, you know. But what y'all have to realize is that the media certainly doesn't have an agenda of broadcasting and celebrating African-American men, you know, who are giving back to charities and spending money on on non-material things. You'll hear about, you know, Dr. Dre, you know, or Jay-Z, you know, or whoever, you know, buying a, a Bugatti or, you know, a Maybach or doing different things, you know, from that perspective. But, when you know, they don't really publicize that. And they don't – that's not their thing. They don't want to show you black men who are not being a menace to society. That's not what they're there for. They never have been. So, yes, Michael Jordan did a good thing, but guess what? He's been doing a lot of good things. And I'm not going to sit here today and go through the list, but I posted in over in the Friends of Data on Talbot Show group a lot of different, at least 10 or 11 different things that he's done over the last several years. But I know the list is a lot longer than that. You can just Google. People are quick to talk about things that they have no idea about. Oh, Michael Jordan never did this. Like, what? What are you talking about? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you basing that off of? Why? Because it sounds cool? Somebody said that to you, so you just went along with it and, and passed that false information down the line? It's crazy. 
What else? What else is going on out here in the world, man? Remember the what's going on in the world uh, segment on the show? But that's why I want to get back to that, because there's so much stuff going on in the world. And, it's, and unfortunately, we have just really one platform. And when I, when I say we have one platform, we have mainly one liberal platform. You know, it's like, and if you if anybody comes out and speaks against that, what that platform represents is World War Three. You know, the whole liberal CNN, NBC, MSNBC, it's all projecting a particular narrative. And that's not to say that Fox News is any better because they do the same thing just from a different perspective. But I feel like we should have more than one. You know, we got all these different podcasts that pretty much fall in line with one of those uh, narratives, right? I mean, if you think about it, everybody who's, who's podcasting, either they're liberal or they're conservative. Well, I don't want to be like that. I've never been like that. There's a lot, some things I agree with from a Democratic side, other things I agree with from a Republican side, other things. I, I speak on, I say the heck with this whole establishment, because guess what? The whole political system is corrupt. The whole government is corrupt. So guess what? I'm not going to talk about from a Republican or Democratic side, because the whole is all, they're all working for the same corporation. How about that? You know? I mean, and that's where we, really what we got to start doing is start being honest. You know? I'm not here to, to you know, y'all know me. I'm not here for the likes, for the, for the ratings. Although I've been looking at some of these statistics over the last 10 to 15 years, and it's a whole lot of downloads. I'm not going to get into the numbers. I'm not into it, but it's a whole. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for supporting, you know, sometimes in a, in a, in a way that, you know, I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, it's funny, man. Like, shout out to some of you guys listening now. You know, like, wow, Dana, when are you coming back with the, with the with the podcast, I'm like, what do you mean? I've been here. I'm still talking. I'm basically, no, nah, it's not the same. We want the Dayton Talbert show back. That's changed my life. I said, wow. So it's like you guys are why I'm back here. I've done enough. You guys know me. I've done enough over the years. I've talked enough. You know what I mean? I started this whole podcasting thing. I've done enough. But you guys are the reason why I came back, and I am happy to be back, you know, and continue this. Because I'll be honest with y'all, man. There was a time I was like, you know what? Let me just chill. Let me just fall back. I just I let these new guys do it because everybody and their mom was, is doing podcasting now. I came out when it was when, where you were uncool for doing a podcast. Y'all remember that? Some of y'all used to make fun of me for being on the internet. Why are you on the internet? Huh? Why can't you get on radio? What about the radio stations in Philly? How come you don't want to be on that? Why Why are you Why are you You mean What do you mean? Yeah, I do. A, I do a radio show. They said, What do you mean? What radio stations? Well, I mean, no, it's on the internet. Oh, it's on the internet. Like y'all remember? That's how. That's I'm telling you. That's how it was when I started this. No one was on there. Y'all think I just made up this little catchphrase, the original urban podcast? No, it's that's what it was. You know, what I mean? there were no urban podcasts when I started this. People were making fun of me for being a a. They were, first of all, that term didn't exist. When I started, there was no such thing as a podcast. Y'all know that, right? And so that's something that came about later. So, but I say all that to say that you guys are why I am here. You guys are why I returned and why I'm going to continue, uh, you know, giving you real radio that matters. Now, can we, can we talk about Kanye for a little bit? Can I, can I do that? Can I talk about Kanye? Because I got a little bit to say about Kanye. 
like I said earlier, I've had a, I'm not going to say a love-hate relationship. I've never, never loved him. But there were times where I couldn't stand him because, like I said, I, I feel like anyone, like Jay-Z, can't stand Jay-Z. I can't stand a lot of people who bl- literally blaspheme the name of Jesus, blaspheme the name of God. It's disrespectful. It's ridiculous. Um, Beyonce, uh, you know, tons and tons of people in the industry, white, black, all t- I mean, the industry itself, you know, is, is set up to make a mockery of, of God and things that God uh, you know, stands for, and so I don't, I don't, I, I wasn't feeling that, and I wasn't feeling him for just that whole thing. He was one of many people I couldn't stand. But then, I, and, and so, like I said, I was very skeptical about this whole Jesus is King. But then I, I had to read the Word a little bit. I had to really think back to myself. You know what I'm saying? I had to think back to. You know, times where I've gone to church or times where I've prayed and said, you know what? You know, I'm I'm living a life of sin. I'm not proud of things I'm doing. I'm not proud of things that I've done. And you know how you always have to, you know, sometimes you have to, you got to humble yourself. You got to cry. You got to take that long walk up to the altar. You got, you know, and ask for forgiveness and, 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 and say, you know what? I'm not going to, I acknowledge my wrongs and I'm going to try to do better because we're all, Sinners, we're all imperfect, right? Because one of the things I've been hearing, you say, "What are you talking about?" They don't say, "I've been hearing a lot of people criticizing Kanye West," and it's amazing because people are criticizing Kanye West, ironically, for doing what he's supposed to do. He's doing what he's supposed to do, right? He's doing what we're all supposed to do. Now, if he comes out talking about he's Jesus and this and that tomorrow, then I'm going to have to, you know, take away everything that I'm saying. But at the end of the day, we're all supposed to acknowledge our sins, right, and, and, and do better and do the opposite of what we've been doing. If, you, if you've been performing secular music, you've been performing music that's going to send people to jail and, and put people into a sexualized mind state or a demonic mind state, you're supposed to then, you're supposed to stop that. And then do something different. You're supposed to stop that and do the opposite, which in this case would be, you've been, he's been making worldly secular music, demonic music. Now he's supposed to make Christian music, music that glorifies Christ. That's what he's supposed to do. Now, if and people say, well, there are things like false prophets. Yes, there are false prophets, right? There are, are absolutely. And I'm not saying he's not one of them. I'm saying that remains to be seen. But I'm saying based on what I – and maybe if you guys have seen something and know something different, let me know. But what I've seen, I've seen someone who's, who's saying – I can only go with what someone says. Hey, I've acknowledged the error of my ways, and I want to be better. I want to be better, and I want to do better. He's been on Big Boy in the morning. He's been on different, different media outlets. I want to go back and get it. I, I actually didn't get a chance to really see his whole media rollout because, believe it or not, I actually enjoy his a lot of his interviews, not the sound bites, the actual interviews. Because most of the interviews people are, are taken out of context, and most of the sound bites are taken out of context from these interviews. Remember last year he did a whole like two hour interview with Charlemagne, and then they took a little thirty second snippet and twisted it. And made it something, you know what I mean? And it's all oh, that went viral. It's like, yo, but what about the other two hours of all the stuff he was saying? 
So I'm not, I don't do that. I, people do that with Trump a lot. I'm not going to get into that whole thing, but that's just what the media does. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly, I mean, I've asked people specifically, like, yo, what'd you think about that Kanye West interview? They say, which one? I said, well, he was on with Charlamagne. He talked for like two hours. You know what I mean? No, I ain't watching that. I said, well, what did you, you say? How you feel about Trump? They say, no, I can't stand that. I said, okay, well, hey, which, which one? Like, which speech did you hear? Like, which one did you have a problem with? Well, no, nah, I never actually listened to a whole speech. Wait, hold on. So what do you have an issue with? How do you know what you like and what you don't like about Trump? Well, no, nah, I, I heard on CNN. He said this. Like, Where did you see that at? And I was watching CNN. Well, what did he say? Like, no, nah, a little 10 seconds, 20 seconds. It's like, you know what I mean? You can't, I don't know, man. You get, to me, you have to form an opinion for yourself about it. Not just Trump or Kanye, but just anything. I'm not going to sit here and talk about Kanye West's new album before I heard Kanye West's new album. I listened to his album this morning. That's why I'm here today. That's, I'll be honest with you. That's the reason I'm here to y- for y'all today. I wasn't going to come back live today. I listened to that album this morning. I was working out. I said, wow, this is, this is inspiring. Look at, and look at for, for the first time in, what, a year or so? Brand new podcast. I'm just saying to y'all, man. I'm not saying it's because of Kanye, but I am saying that album definitely inspired me to do some great things. All right? So I want to talk about. So, like I said, his album is called Jesus is King. And first of all, if I could say this, that is an, um, that's an amazing title, right? I mean, Jesus, because, I mean, first of all, Jesus is king. I mean, that's first and foremost. And we live in a society where everybody wants to talk about God. People want to say a higher power. People want to say the man upstairs. But nobody really wants to say Jesus. A lot of people are uncomfortable saying Jesus. Why? Because it's not cool, you know, you know, many reasons. But that in and of itself, I feel like is major that you have a art. I mean, what other artists? Even, listen, even I know gospel artists that don't even say Jesus in their music. You know what I'm saying? How are you a gospel artist and you don't even say Jesus? You got, uh, what's the name? Uh, the rapper dude. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Lecrae. I've seen, he, he could do a whole album without even saying Jesus or even glorifying Jesus for that matter, but wants to be listed in the gospel uh, section. So come on, man. So this, and I said this on Facebook, Jesus is King is one of, I said it's one of the best gospel albums that I've heard in a very long time. Because if you listen to it, and hopefully you guys will actually listen to it, because I haven't heard anyone to, up until this point, I've talked to many people about it. I haven't heard anyone that's actually listened to the album that doesn't like the album. Not one person. Maybe we'll hear some people that, you know what I mean, at this point. But I haven't heard anyone criticize the album. Everyone criticizing the album is people that have not listened to the album. But if, like we talked about earlier, going off of what they see on social media, going off what they see on CNN or wherever else. But actually, if you listen to the album, now here's the thing. You don't have to. Let me say this. If Kanye West said, I want to be a pastor, right, I want to not just do Sunday service, a Sunday musical service, I want to actually open a church. 
I want to actually lead a flock of people to the promised land. Then I'd be like, "Uh, Kanye, I'm not going to go to that church. Yes, you may have changed your ways, but you you obviously have a, a long way to go with your spiritual walk, just like we all do. So, no, I wouldn't, me personally, I wouldn't recommend allowing Kanye West to lead you, right? I wouldn't allow Kanye West, I wouldn't follow him. I wouldn't listen to him as gospel. Like, you know what I mean? What he says is absolutely truth and what it is. But there's nothing wrong with enjoying the music. I feel like, honestly, Kirk Franklin is a clown. Does Kirk Franklin make a lot of music, good music, good gospel music? Absolutely. Some of my favorite songs, it got me something through the toughest times of my life, were produced by Kirk Franklin. But Kirk, I can tell you, I mean, Kirk Franklin, he's done a lot of things since he's been a gospel artist. And I'm just like, whoa. I mean, I've seen this guy in a dress. I've seen this guy wearing lipstick. I've seen this guy throwing up all types of demonic and satanic symbols, you know, you know that whole industry thing. I mean, and so I can't get down with that. But as far as the music, I mean, one of my favorite gospel songs is by Beyonce to this day. One of my favorite gospel songs is by Beyonce. It's one of my, like, one, I have a playlist of my, just nothing but my favorite gospel artists. So it's like every song on there is one of my favorite gospel. And she's on there. She's one of the first songs that I clicked to. It's, uh, he Still Loves Me by Beyonce, one of my favorite songs. And I'm not ashamed to say that because what you got to realize is you don't have to like someone. You don't have to agree with someone uh, politically, socially, or anything. But God can use anyone to do anything. You know, that song, I could, like, if I want to get my praise on, get my worship on, I could put that song on. If I want to get my praise on, my, my worship on, I could put on um, uh, Tasha Cobbs. What's that Tasha Cobbs song? I forget. It's one of my favorite songs. I just, in this moment, I can't think of the name of it. The one with Nicki Minaj, though. A new song. She's saying, whoa. Wait a minute, what are you saying, Dada? You're saying that, you know, one of your favorite God, you, you bash Beyonce, you say this about, but you're saying gospel, one of your favorite gospel songs about Beyonce. Absolutely. You're saying, you talk about Nicki Minaj like a dog. You say one of your favorite gospel songs has Nicki Minaj on it? Absolutely. Definitely. And I think that's what we have to get. What the heck is the name of this? Somebody posted on the group or something, man. The um, um, It will come to me. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's uh, Tasha Kyle's featuring Nicki Minaj. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because if that song is able to lead someone to give their life to God or put someone into a frame of mind to worship, there's nothing wrong with that. Same thing with Kanye West. And I don't care who you are. Like, if you are, if you like rap music, if you like hip-hop, um, if you want to just get your, throw your hands up, and get your worship on. Like, he's got some real melodic songs on there, but he's got some up-tempo. So I'm about to go, when I get my car, I'm about to put that thing on, man. And I, that's why, and why I say it's one of the better gospel albums. I, I say that because, to me, a good gospel album, it can put you in different moods. It serves different purposes. That's why I don't really listen to gospel, uh, gospel albums. I just have a gospel playlist. I have a guy with my thing. My wife, we share a title, a title, um, you know, music streaming. So that's what we use as title. And so one of my things is gospel turn up music. Like if I want to get hype, 
you know, I got gospel slow jams. Like that's one of my the, the album, the playlist titles. Depending on the mood I'm in, I can I got something I need. This album it does that for you. And I'll be honest, and I'm just this is just me talking. I didn't hear any. I'm not going to say I got to really go back. I, I just listened one straight through. I usually go back and listen to multiple times to multiple songs and really, you know, reflect on them. But I didn't hear anything on the album lyrically that I didn't agree with. Not only did I not hear anything that I didn't agree with, but I heard an abundance of things that I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of profound things, a lot of things that cause you to look at him um, in a way that shows, wow, I'm, he's being vulnerable. He said, I, I'm not gonna, I, don't, I don't have the quotes in front of me, but one song he says something to the effect of, you know, I, uh, I've been living my whole life for, for, for the devil, basically. He admits it because I, I tell y'all, y'all heard me in the past quote Kanye West. He said, I sold my soul to the devil. It was a crappy deal, but at least it came with a few toys like a Happy Meal. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's an actual Kanye West lyric, and he admitted that. He's admitted that he's li- he sold his soul. He's admitted, you know, that he has lived his entire life for Satan. Now he's changing his life and wants to live for God. What else do we want? What else can someone want for someone? You know what I mean? Like it's not too much more that he can do. You see, I mean, I, I mean, and if there's more that he can do, let me know what it is. But just to admit that publicly and privately, you know what I'm saying? I can't say nothing about that, right? I posted on Facebook the uh, earlier in the week. I said people are criticizing Kanye for Jesus is King in Sunday service, but literally love artists that glorify sex, drugs, violence. Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, Cardi B, Young Thug, Lil Uzi Vert, Meek Mill, Jeezy. These are all people that are not doing anything or saying anything in their music positively. I mean, just I mean, just think. Look at Meek Mill for example. I mean, this is someone who is, yes, okay, he's passionate about criminal justice reform because he's been through the system. And he was, you know, done dirty by the system. So obviously he's going to be passionate about trying to change the system. But you got if people actually listen to what this dude is talking about, y'all act like he's he's a gospel artist now. This dude is still singing about rapping about killing people, drugs, you know, the streets. It ain't you know I've listened to his album many album many times. You know what I'm saying? It's like we put certain people on a pedestal who absolutely shouldn't be there. I mean, just look at Jay-Z, for example. Now, watch this. This is amazing to me. People, the, mo- the only time I've, in the history of his career, the only time I've heard people criticize Jay-Z are, is when he decided that he was going to do a deal with the NFL. And I did a Facebook Live broadcast discussing this recently when it happened. But he did a deal with the NFL around the time when Colin Kaepernick was still – it was right after Colin Kaepernick settled his lawsuit with the NFL. And it was just like, wow, you, you know, you sold out for the money. And, and people criticized him for that. That's, that's historically the only time that I've heard someone criticize Jay-Z. 
But Jay-Z has a history of blaspheming the name of Jesus Christ. I've never, and correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't heard Jay-Z say, wow, you know what, I've been doing this, and I want to change my ways, and I want to live for Christ. So I want to, I acknowledge that I've blasphemed the name of God, and I want to change my ways. He hasn't done that. In fact, he still calls himself Jehovah and, and all types of hidden symbolism. It's, it's everywhere. Here we have Kanye West, who's actually admitting, hey, I've done these things, and I want to be better. What did, what did you pray for? When you, when you cried your eyes out at the altar or in your car or wherever you, you know, maybe you had that moment with you and God where you said, wow, I'm sorry, and you really you know, got on one accord with God. You know what I'm saying? What what did you say? What was that prayer that you said? I imagine it would be something similar to what Kanye West is saying publicly. Hey, this is what I've done. So my question is, I believe that everyone deserves a second chance. So my question is, why is Kanye West any different? And again, this is, these are just questions. Because if you feel like he's different, then let me know why. Because he's a celebrity? Because he supports Donald Trump. And I think that's another thing that we have to get, get, get away from. Because when we look at this upcoming political season, we can't, you know, it's all about, oh, we should vote, 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 vote. But it's not that we should vote, 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 vote. It's vote for who I want you to vote for, right? I mean, that's really, I mean, if we're being honest, it's not, nobody wants you to vote if you're voting for Donald Trump. Nobody wants you to vote unless. You're voting for Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, who I believe to be a racist. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, nobody's talking about that, but that's a whole nother conversation. I mean, if we really look at all the racist things Joe Biden has said and done over the course of his life, and even stuff just recently, I look back, I'm like, wow, imagine if Trump said, Half the things Biden has said just in the last few months, people are like, whoa, it's too. But you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like, you know, young thug, if he, if someone like him can be praised, if you can call your radio station. They had Powerhouse just recently in Philly. It was packed out, sold out, big concert here in Philly. All the you know music, all the popular music, you know. I don't even know who all was there, but like, you name it, they were there. Megan Thee Stallion, all, everybody was there. Meek Mill. And it's like, if these people can be put into your playlist and be glorified, I would think that at least Kanye could be, could be given a shot. You know? You don't even have to say, you don't have to do what I did. I listened to that album. I posted what I thought about the album immediately. You know how many people, maybe even you, would be literally literally afraid to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like literally afraid to say, wow, I like this album because of how they would be perceived by their quote-unquote Facebook friends. And I feel like it shouldn't be like that. If you like something, then, you know what I mean? Say you like it. A couple of my favorite songs that really stood out were uh, Everything We Need. On the on the uh, on the album, and another one I really like is "Follow God," which is more of an up tempo 
Um, and there, like I said, there's only 11 tracks on there, but I didn't hear any bad songs on there. Some of, I forget the, it's one of the, I think maybe the second one on there. Just crazy, man. Real melodic. There's the one with Fred Hammond on there. I'm going to go back. Like I said, I'm going to really go back and really, really listen to it and get into it. But, um, yeah, man. Check it out. Check it out. And, and that's, I mean, I, like I said, I didn't have too much to say about Kanye West. That's why I wanted to save him for the end. I just feel like, you know, if if he can, like I said, you don't have to. There's a lot that I'll say. If you, if you don't have to follow him, you don't have to love him, you don't have to embrace him, you don't have to follow his doctrine, you don't have to model your life after his. All we're talking about here is an album. That's all this is about. It's just an album. Just like you gave, you know, whoever comes out with a new album, oh, let me check out this album. Check out the album. Either you like it or you don't. It's not, and that's it. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be a big, you know, production about it. Either you like it or you don't. But if you like it, you know what I'm saying? Don't not give it a chance because of who it is. Oh, he's a hypocrite. See, there's a, and let me just address that for a second. That's an interesting term. I've had many debates with people about hypocrisy, and I want to say this. My, my understanding of the term hypocrite, again, an example of that would be don't litter. You know what I mean? Littering on the street is wrong. Don't litter. Put your trash into a trash can, and then you see me walking down the street, and I, and I throw, you know, something on the floor. I throw a, a potato chip bag on the floor, on the ground, after literally just telling you that littering is wrong. That would make me a hypocrite, right, if I did that. However, if I feel like if, you, if, if someone is saying, let me think of a good example. If I'm saying that, you know, it, we should go to church, we should glorify God, we should not blaspheme the name of God, um, we should try to limit the type of music that we listen to that glorifies sex, drugs, and violence, you know, because at the end of the day, it's going to have a negative effect on our spirit, the, a negative effect on the way we treat people. But then you hear me riding down the street listening to a particular type of music. That does not necessarily make me a hypocrite. That means that, hey, yes, I acknowledge that it's having a negative effect, but that's just somewhere where I'm struggling with just like you. You see what I'm saying? Get up into the pulpit and say everything in the world. That doesn't mean that he's perfect. That doesn't mean that he doesn't do anything that he just told you not to do in that sermon. It just means that the Bible says this is the way to be. That's the difference between the world and the word. Because the world People want to judge you, but in the word, we're all works of progress. You know what I mean? No one is perfect in the Bible. Not being perfect doesn't prevent you from being able to share with someone else a way that may better their life and your life. Just because that person is at a different point in their journey than you are, and you're trying to preach to them or talk to them, or encourage them in that way, it doesn't make you a hypocrite. It just means, hey, we're all trying to get to the same place together. 
You know what I mean? Kanye West is far from perfect. That doesn't mean you can't not listen to his album and be blessed by it. I know I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Is he still clearly struggling with some things, whether it's mental illness, vanity, um, you know, all types of things? That doesn't mean he can't make a good album. If he can make a classic album for Pusha T and everybody loves it, I don't see why people can't listen to his gospel album. Nobody, I mean, his political views didn't stop people from buying all these other albums that he's producing for, for Nas and Pusha T and Tiana Taylor and everybody else. So why can we not support what he's doing to better himself? Just just a thought. You know what I'm saying? If, if we can turn on, you know, the movie, you know, go to the movies and watch shoot 'em up movies or movies with sex scenes and, you know, half y'all, y'all got y'all subscription to, to, to Pornhub, you know what I mean? And, and want to sit there and bash Kanye West. How y'all bashing Kanye when you on Pornhub, man? You know what I mean? I'm not knocking. I'm just, I'm just asking the question. I mean, really, but seriously, think about that. You know what I mean? You know, it is what it is. Y'all know about the bottom sock drawer I always talk about. Somebody, well, I can't find a man, so I got the bottom sock. Whatever's in there is your business. But just let that man live. Because just like you struggling with certain things, he might be struggling with certain things too. That doesn't mean he can't try to encourage, you know, people. That doesn't mean he can't try to better himself and others and the world. But I think that, I'll say this, I think that this album and this movement is, is important. It's very important because, as we all know, there is there are tons and tons and tons of gospel artists. There are tons and tons of gospel music out there. But watch this. The average person on the street, they don't even listen to gospel music, right? They might, they're not going to tune in to the gospel station on Tidal or on Spotify. They're not even checking for that, no matter who it is. It's people... They're not even going to listen to Kirk Franklin's new album. Shoot, I haven't even listened to Kirk Franklin's new album. How about that? But there are people, maybe even millions of people, who will never listen to gospel and have never listened to gospel, who will listen to this album. And I'm certain, I'm confident, after hearing this album, many of those people will be blessed as a result of it. You know, in fact, I guarantee it. So just think about that. You know, like I say, everyone has a role to play. Everyone has an opportunity to influence. There are some people who don't even listen to podcasts. There might be people who don't even like me, but they want to tune into this show just to hear what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I post a picture of my son. I post a picture of my daughter, my kids, my family. Nobody says nothing. But if if I'm talking about Kanye West, somebody might listen. Maybe that person never listened to the album. Look on my page. I post, wow, this album is fire. This album is crazy. It's a good album. How many people just on that one thread said, wow, really? Oh, it is? Oh, wow. Maybe that person will go check it out just because I said it. Maybe that person would have never listened. Someone listening to this show right now is going to go listen to Kanye West's album. Maybe that one person will self-reflect on, wow, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I can do things in my life different. And that's what it's all about, man. Everybody encouraging someone in a positive way. So, like I said, man, I'm not going to get off of here. 
these shows, uh, just so you guys know, the, this new format, like I said, I like the shorter format. There was a time when I was, me and Gerald Howard and me and Courtney or me and, you know, many other co-hosts that I've had over the years get on here and do three-hour shows, two-hour shows, beyond till midnight. I remember those days. Those, those were fun times. But, um, you know, now that i got the family and kids, the daytime works best for me. But, you know, with this, with this podcasting feature, it's good because I'm, I'm just going, like, I'm not always going to do them live. This is cool for today. But sometimes I'm just going to record a, a new show and just pop it up on y'all. Let y'all listen whenever you get some time. I might record it in my bathroom, man, and just and then just upload and y'all, you know, let y'all listen that way. So, now, but I, I do appreciate you guys listening. And like I said earlier, if you guys want to uh, follow me, um, add yourself to the Friends of the Day Don Tolbert Show group. Um, follow me on Instagram. Um, you know, um, you know, add yourselves everywhere. You know how it goes. Add your, uh, turn on the post notifications and all that, all that good stuff. That way you uh, can can stay up to date. Show dot com is where this show will be archived. All right, DadonTolbertShow dot com, and every uh, all the podcasts from the past are there now. You can listen, and any future podcasts will also be available on DadonTolbertShow dot com. In addition to wherever podcasts are heard, iTunes, all that other good stuff. Um, if you guys are a business owner. Um, definitely hit me up if you want to do, you know, have your show featured or be a sponsor of this show, Show at gmail.com. I've been getting some inquiries and people have been talking to a few people about some partnerships. So, you know, hit me up, man. I get my wife on there to read the commercials out for y'all like, like back in the day. Now I'm messing with y'all. She ain't doing that no more. She already let me know. But I appreciate you guys for listening, though. And um, I'm going to try to, you know, weekly, you know, bi-weekly, you know, we'll see how these shows go. But Y'all know me. I'm never far away. I'll I'll always be around in some capacity. So I will get with y'all next time.